AMS, Richfield, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Online at am980themission.com. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. House Speaker Paul Ryan says Congress must gather all relevant information before rushing to any judgment. On President Trump's firing of FBI Director James Comey, Paul Ryan told reporters today that Congress doesn't have the time to deal with speculation and innuendo. The Army says newly freed private Chelsea Manning will be on special unpaid off-duty status that will allow the transgender soldier to wear her civilian clothing and live where she wants. Manning was released today from a Kansas military prison where she'd been serving a 35-year sentence for giving classified government material to WikiLeaks. When she was then Bradley Manning, former President Obama granted her clemency in January before he left office. On the stock market today, not so good. The Dow down 373 to close at 20,607. S&P down 44 to 2357, NASDAQ down 159 to 6011. SRN News. We are glad to have you with us here on AM 980 The Mission. It's 501 in the Kingdom Builders Roofing Studio. Let's take a look at your forecast. Right now it's 67, wet weather around the Twin Cities, menacing clouds out there surrounding the studios tonight, showers and storms, and we could see some damaging winds as well. The showers continue into Thursday morning, but by Thursday afternoon, it looks like it clears up a bit, cloudy and 55. Mild temps the rest of the week, chances of showers just about every day. We should see a little sun on Friday afternoon, though. This forecast was brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. The forecast is calling for more rain, and if you're going to be on the road, visibility will be at an all-time low. Napa Auto Parts can help with everything your car needs to keep visibility at an all-time high. Keep your ride running longer, stronger. That's Napa know-how. Stay tuned for the second hour of On the Way with Ridgeway. We are honoring Paul Ridgeway. We've got a great guest coming on, a veteran. We're going to talk to him. Lee Michaels is in, filling in for Paul. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for all, thank you for all your calls and your prayers as we cope with the loss of Paul Ridgeway. Stay tuned for the second hour of On the Way with Ridgeway, up next on The Mission. This is Gary Borgendale, local ministry director for AM980 The Mission. I, as well as our entire staff, are saddened by the passing of Paul Ridgeway. We grieve our loss, yet we rejoice in knowing Paul is with Jesus. Let's pray. Lord, blessed be the memory of Paul Ridgeway. Thank you for his smile, his laugh, and his love for Jesus. We know he is with you, yet we grieve our separation from him. Be with Paul's family as they mourn. May Paul's love for Jesus be an encouragement for us to continue his evangelism legacy. Let me conclude. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Blessed be the memory of Paul Ridgway. On the way with Ridgway, you'll be encouraged, educated, uplifted, and informed. Plus, have a little fun, covering the issues that face you every day as you grow in your walk with the Lord. He's an entrepreneur and evangelist. It's On the Way with Ridgeway. Now, here's Paul. Hey, thanks for tuning in here, On the Way with Ridgeway. I'm Lee Michaels as we continue to uh, honor Paul. And, um, I mean, a tremendous loss. It was one of those things that just kind of uh, hit many people. And uh, Paul had such an impact. And, of course, you know, talking about uh, some of the things that were near and dear to Paul were, uh, you know, sharing the gospel uh, first and foremost. 
anything that had to do with children. You know, he loved and adored his grandchildren, loved and adored his children, <laughs> even as grown children. But you could just hear it that really, uh, really affected him when he um, talked about children, talked about sharing the gospel. And the other thing is Paul, as a veteran himself, um, really had a heart for the men and women who have served our country. And joining us now is uh, Brian Watke. He is a uh, a retired combat controller, actually not retired uh, from the Air Force, but you're in the uh, National Guard now as a combat controller. And, of course, you might recognize the Watke name as his father, Jim Watke. He spent many, many years here as host of the Ministry Morning and working at uh, AM980, The Mission. And uh, Brian has an organization now called the Veteran Hunter, which is really going out to help uh, veterans and those suffering with PS, uh, PSTD and, and uh, some of those things to really um, help and, and, and cope and uh, have some fun and really be be grounding. So, Brian, welcome to uh, On The Way. Lee, thank you very much for having me, and uh, my condolences uh, go out to uh, Paul as well in the passing there. I wish I could have met him. Sounds like a swell guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely he was. And, I, boy, I know it's been a little while since uh, I've seen you a uh, time or two in the halls of the station. That was a number of years ago. But uh, it's appreciate, first and foremost, uh, your service to the country. And what, let's get started because I, there's probably a few people that don't understand what a uh, combat controller is. So what, what was your role in the Air Force? Yeah, uh, it's uh, honestly, when I, uh, when I enlisted uh, when I was 18 years old back in 2003, I, uh, I didn't know what it was either. <laughs> Funny thing. Uh, so I, I had I'd grown up, you know, obviously very patriotic family and uh, had, a, had a love for the military myself and I just knew that was just something I wanted to do someday. Um, I was heavily heavy into sports and uh, adrenaline activities as a as a high schooler, so uh, I started looking looking into all the uh, special operations that our military uh, offered, and I came across the Air Force. Uh, and uh, yeah, they have uh, a, a job title called combat control. They also have pararescue. Uh, those are kind of the two uh, special operations ground guys that uh, mm-hmm. the Air Force has, you know, compared to Navy SEALs and Army Green Berets. So, uh, so combat controllers essentially uh, they they take us and they attach us to uh, any other special forces team, whether it's Marine, Navy, uh, Army. It could be a foreign, um, you know, NATO NATO soft force, and uh, we attach to that team, and we are the link between all the aircraft and anything that flies or any munitions that can be launch as artillery, naval gunfire, any of that. We're just the liaison between all the Air Force assets uh, and the ground team. And and you're basically, you're, you're trained at Special Forces too, so you are, you're, you're through a lot of that same training because you are on the ground with these teams, uh, oftentimes behind enemy lines. Yes, sir. Yeah, we go where they go and we do what they do. <laughs> so uh, they, they train us very well. Um, our selection course is uh, roughly two years, give or take. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's extremely fun. I've enjoyed it. I'm going on 14 years now. I did 10 active, and I'm now in the uh, Oregon Air National Guard part-time, so I have about a 30-day-a-year commitment yeah. uh, minimum. Um, so, yeah, I, I love it. I, I've enjoyed it. It's it's fantastic. Again, thank you. I know. Uh, so when you're dealing, when you're when you're uh, working with the air assets and things that are in coordinating that liaisoning, are you dealing, I bring this up because my niece is a uh, captain in the Air Force, and she's uh, air battle management uh, officer you know, flying on the AWACS. So are you dealing directly or who are, who are you communicating with through all that? Uh, directly to the pilots overhead. Uh, so the, the team commander or sometimes, you know, the combat controller on the team, 
uh, will will hit up on SATCOM and request their support for you know whatever the reason. And as soon as the aircraft are within range of uh, the radios we carry, uh, there's an instant link and communication starts flowing as far as what the situation is on the ground, how they can help, and how they can employ their munitions to uh, to help the ground force. Wow, it's I mean it sounds uh, amazing and uh, and dangerous and a little bit of fun at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's make that a lot of bit of fun. <laughs> You must have some pretty good stories, and I'm sure a lot of them you can't talk about. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, let's see. I think uh, I think I'm on six deployments so far. So, uh, but now that I'm part time, that's that's slowed down quite a bit, and uh, I can now focus on um, other things, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the things you're focusing on is the veteran hunter. Um, which I think is a fantastic pro- program. So, what really kind of motivated you to to start that? So, great question. Uh, and you know, this is still in its infancy. I uh, launched it uh, via Facebook uh, on February. Um, so, uh, essentially, I grew up fishing. I didn't do too much hunting growing up, and um, I, I've been. I was stationed at uh, Fort Fort Lewis McCord in Washington for uh, about. I, well, between stationed there and living there, uh, it was about eight years. So that really got me into the hunting scene. And, you know, I was still active duty at the time. So the, the, the continual and heavy tasking that they had for us, you know, due to the global war on terrorism, it didn't allow for much recreational activities. You know, when we did have leave, it was to spend time with our families. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, because the big thing with hunting is scouting and getting out. And so, you know, at the times I would go hunting, it was just willy-nilly, spur of the moment, you know, let's get out into the woods because it was such a peaceful, you know, relaxful time to uh, an activity to do, but we just had no time to do it. And, right. uh, and that frustration uh, kind of molded this veteran hunter uh, in addition to the peace and tranquility you do get from the outdoors. So kind of all that combined, I now that I have time to focus on me and, you know, now other veterans, I want all veterans to experience that. And I don't want them to be hindered from what I was hindered by, which was time and tasking of the government. I want them to be able to come to us and be like, listen, I can't get out to scout. I don't know where to go hunt. I really love it. Help me out. And that's that's essentially what I want to do and what we are doing. Well, that's great. Uh, again, we're talking to Brian Watke. He is uh, the founder of The Veteran Hunter. Uh, you can find, how can people find, is Facebook the best place to go to get information? Yes, yes. The website is still under construction. So absolutely, uh, go to Facebook, like us, share us, uh, just search The Veteran Hunter, um, and uh, that, that should pull us up. Yep, I'm, uh, I'm looking at it right now. And again, it's a great opportunity. I think it's a wonderful opportunity. You've just, you know, just launched it, still, still uh, in its infancy. Um, so who is The Veteran Hunter for, and, and who, who are you really, really targeting? Obviously veterans, but are there specific areas or people you're looking to so, help? Uh, yeah, great question. Because a lot of organizations, um, you know, cause I, I've I've honestly I've been online uh, and I've applied for hunts that you know other organizations um, have offered, and uh, they're all great. Uh, now, I'm not necessarily focused on any individual veteran. I'm just focused on all veterans. So it doesn't matter uh, if you're disabled, if you have a Purple Heart, or if you've deployed, or it doesn't matter any of that. As long as you are a veteran, past, current, or present. Um, then that that's it. That's all. That's all you got to be. And um, I want to help you out. Yeah. And do you, uh, are you set up too? Do you help uh, disabled veterans? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I I haven't uh, been presented with that scenario yet, as far as uh, 
you know, you know, say they have a, an amputee or some sort uh, of, of disability like that. I haven't been presented with that uh, scenario yet, but I have full confidence that I'd be able to uh, to take that on for sure. Yeah, so I w- that must be great because you, you think about that. People who uh, avid hunters know what it's like. Um, you know, like you said, with scouting and getting out there and knowing the right place, especially if you're coming in from out of state or traveling to another state. And do you hold hunts? Uh, just there in your home state or do you travel a little bit or how does how does that work if somebody says boy i'd really love to do this but i want to hunt for blank and maybe you don't have that in your state right uh great great question and uh again it's in its infancy so uh, i'm still trying to figure out exactly how (laughs) big i can make this (laughs) uh so now my my vision is to be nationwide you know um, I, I started with my network of, of buddies, and since you know everyone that's been in the military knows, you have buddies scattered all over the world. So I started with my network, and I have I have guys in I don't know probably about ten states right now that are willing to help me out and willing to take veterans. So so essentially at this point, uh, I'm just taking people that are are contacting me, and I'm asking them, you know, hey, what state are you in? What do you like to hunt? All that, and then I try to find some sort of contact in that state to link them up with. Uh, I, w- I would love to go on every hunt, but I'm only one person. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I, I'm just working with my, uh, my current network right now. Um, but, you know, end goal is, of course, to be nationwide and have contacts everywhere. So, mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, once funding starts flowing in and uh, we have enough on, on the uh, consistent cash flow, then I'll be able to fly fly veterans wherever wherever they need to be for the hunt. So. Right, right. And how does that how does that work? What is the the cost or how does that work for the for the veteran for the hunt? Uh you, you know it really depends on on the state they're in um which you know ultimately to lower costs uh the the best case scenario would be to find a veteran in that state or that is a resident of the state they want to hunt in which case they will get resident pricing for tags and licenses and right, all that. But right. uh you know, and then out-of-state tags, we're, we're talking, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So. Yeah, probably, yeah, depending on what you, what type of game you're going for. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Let's. Uh, we need to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We'll continue our conversation with Brian Watke. He uh, started an organization called The Veteran Hunter. You can learn more about it on Facebook. So really just launched this uh, a couple of months ago in its infancy, but it's, uh, you know, be, be praying for it. But, again, it's a way for these veterans to, uh, you know, really have some enjoyable time, especially if they're uh, active duty and uh, have a short leave, but to get out in the wilderness and uh, enjoy that peace and tranquility. And, uh, Brian, in a situation where, um, you know, <laughs> nobody's trying to get you. You're just out there to enjoy it and uh, and to experience the hunt. So if you want uh, more information, you can go for uh, The Veteran Hunter. Just search it up on Facebook. If you've got questions, too, you can call us here in the studio, 651-289-4499, 651-289-4499. It's On the Way with Ridgeway. I'm Lee Michaels. We'll be right back. Do you love the bustle of the city? Do you long for a tropical oasis? Or dream of basking in the stimulating culture of a distant land? Travel Ears Apple Valley recognizes travel is your personal experience. Whether you need to seal a deal in Shanghai or catch some rays in Hawaii, it's their ambition to give you the attention, expertise, and exclusive advantages you deserve. Their experts have been where you're going, and they know all the insider tips and options. They have a passion for travel. Travel Leaders Apple Valley is with you every step of the way from planning your trip to the cab ride home. Now that's peace of mind. 
When you travel with Travel Leaders Apple Valley, you travel better. Right now, save $100 off most fun jet destinations to Mexico, the Caribbean, and Costa Rica. For other great offers on air, hotels, cruises, and more, call Travel Leaders Apple Valley at 952-432-6272 or head online to TravelLeaders.com slash AppleValleyMN. Don't miss out on amazing Memorial Day holiday tire specials at your local Sears Auto Center and take advantage of our best tire prices. Now through Memorial Day, you can buy three tires and get the fourth free on in-stock tires only with the purchase of an installation package. And don't forget to ask about our free oil change offer. See Associate for details at your local Sears Auto Center. We put your life in drive. Exclusions may apply. Installation packages include six-month, one-year, or lifetime alignment. Offer valid through June 3rd. How would you like to get down to the roots and really understand the origins of the Holy Gospel? Join Dr. Jerry Hedrick and his producer Rick Higby of Messianic Perspectives each weekday afternoon at 1.45 here on AM 980, The Mission. On Messianic Perspectives, they'll study Scripture from a unique first-century point of view that really details the origins of Scripture and how it can apply to today's modern world. That's Messianic Perspectives each weekday afternoon at 1.45 here on AM 980, The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice. Would you invest $29 to make sure that your basement doesn't flood? Of course you would. Call Benjamin Franklin Plumbing for their $29 sump pump safety check. They'll put your pump through rigorous testing to make sure it will stand up to Mother Nature. They can also install a pump with a fail-safe battery backup in case of power failure. Call Benjamin Franklin, the punctual plumber. If there's any delay, it's you they pay. The $29 sump pump safety check ends soon. Call 877-BEN-1776. If there's any It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. How would you describe your health care? If you're like most Americans these days, the word affordable isn't top of mind. Well, here's some good news. There's actually a trusted health care option that is affordable. It's called MediShare. Unlike insurance, MediShare is Christian health care sharing, a community of more than 200,000 believers across America who share each other's medical expenses. It's about half the cost of insurance, and it's fully acceptable under the law. And here's the best part. Because MediShare is based on biblical principles, you never pay for things that go against your beliefs. MediShare is affordable health care for Christians. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. For your free information guide, call 844-41-BIBLE. Now available in Montana. MediShare, affordable biblical health care. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. Good afternoon from the AM980, the Mission Traffic Center. I'm Tom Beck. The support is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. This month at participating Napa Auto Parts stores, Mobile One Synthetic Motor Oil is on sale for a great price, $5.79 a quart. Keeping your ride running longer, stronger for less, that's Napa know-how, general states pricing. Sale prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Minneapolis stop ago, 35W northbound, 50th Street to I-94. Also from Highway 280 to Highway 10, 35W.
BMW southbound jammed up Stinson Boulevard to 35th Street. Also from Crosstown to 94th Street due to an earlier crash. 394 westbound jammed up Washington Avenue to Dunwoody Boulevard. Now back to On the Way with Ridgeway on AM 980 The Mission. Glad to have you joining us here on the way with Ridgeway. I'm Lee Michaels. And again, we're just honoring Paul this this program as well. And if you've got, uh, I'd like to share a story about Paul, we'll actually get to more of those uh, just after the bottom of the hour. And uh, of course, uh, things that were near to dear to Paul as a veteran himself was uh, uh, things that involved veteran. And he was a big one who appreciated the, the service and the sacrifice that uh, all the men and women in our, our military branches um do for this country and uh with me today is brian wadke he is a uh, uh air force combat controller uh was i think six deployments he said been involved for about 10 years he's now in the uh national guard actually uh brian you are aren't you on uh are you uh training right now or where where you find yourself yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, I'm in uh southern washington right right uh 10 minutes from uh from portland oregon uh just got just got back from a uh, a trip out in Texas. Yeah, so it, it, that's not classified. You can kind of talk about what you're doing right now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> essentially, uh, you know, we, there's so many qualifications we need to keep up on. They kind of get prioritized. So, you know, a part-time guy like myself comes in, you know, two, three, four times a year. They kind of have a priority list of, you know, hey, you need to be brushed up on this, this, and that. Um, so. So I went down with my my team to uh, to Texas, and uh, we did a long range shooting course there. So oh, um, that like, sounds like, like I said, I, I do have a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, well, I, uh, I I'm a big uh, enthusiast and uh, do some training stuff. Nothing like uh, like you do though. <laughs> Most of mine is defensive. Uh, do do a little <laughs> long shooting, but not not uh, not to the extent that you do. But your your resume is very impressive when you look at everything you've had from uh, uh, driving and off road driving to small arms and you know. Uh, um, aerial vehicles and unmanned vehicles and, you know, dives. And I, I mean, it's just an impressive list that, that you guys do to really set yourself up for all the situations you find yourself in. And obviously you, uh, as a combat controller, we were talking about that in the first segment, really attached to SEAL and Green Beret or uh, Marine recon units and really, you know, in there on the ground um, uh, assisting and, and uh, working for our country. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, the term we use is uh, the jack of all trades and the master of none. <laughs> it's, it's really true. I mean, we have to go out and, you know, be, be ready to encounter literally anything. So it's really hard to focus in and get super good at one thing, you know. But, you know, the basics would be, you know, uh, shooting, communication, land navigation, and uh, physical training. So we try to focus on those the most. Right. And uh, everything else kind of kind of falls into place around it. Yeah, I'm sure you've been in some situations that were pretty tenseful, and you've probably been in some situations that had a little, uh, maybe a little levity at times um, out there in the field, or things going right, or things not going right. Uh, do you have are there any little stories or anecdotes that you you can share? Uh, a, a unique experience where you know either your your faith was tested or you just were you know had a good time. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we always try to have a good time, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's funny you mention that because uh, even through the selection course, which you know, selection courses are set up to put you through something that hypothetically you will never encounter something more difficult in on a real mission. Right. And that that is really held true. That's why you have such high washout rates. And uh, so so I really can't say uh, that I've 
been tested past the point uh, of my selection course on a deployment. So it really, you know, says a lot for the selection course that the government has set up for, for these type of organizations. Um, and definitely the more um, essentially dangerous or the more hairy of a situation you are in definitely brings more laughs after the mission than <laughs> when the mission goes right. Uh, I don't know if that's just how, how we've been, uh, been bred. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I, uh, I deployed – my last deployment was in 2012 – and I was able to deploy with uh, my buddy, Mike Stralo. And uh, funny thing is he showed up to my unit in the cord and I was his instructor. So huh. it's very rare. It's very rare for one, for a combat controller to deploy with another combat controller. Cause they usually only need one of us per team. Uh, and then to, to be even more advantageous, they deployed me with him. So, you know, we had a really close bond, me being his instructor and training him from day one. And uh, they deployed us together, and um, we did uh, we did every mission together. We were always separated though, because they didn't want you know they don't want both of you together, fight. right? Exactly, taking us both out. So we were always separated, and I always tried to throw him on the uh, the more eventful uh, <laughs> element, <laughs> uh, just because I had already had you know many deployments under my belt, and this was his first one. Um, <clears throat> so. He uh he had a he had a lot of close calls and uh, I, I did as well uh, to to the point of you know something as simple as uh, where you're gonna sit in a Humvee like I never really put two thoughts about, you know into it um, so so the combat controller is usually with a ground force commander uh, because when you when you start dealing with dropping bombs it starts getting you know for lack of a better term political and mm-hmm. the commander needs to call up get all you know the appropriate approvals so. Um, so I was actually supposed to, one of my, one of the missions I, I recall, I was supposed to be sitting, uh, in a specific seat and I had been sitting in that seat for, for quite a while. And a new commander had came in and was like, why is the JTAC or the comic controller sitting in that seat? He needs to be in, in my vehicle, you know, sitting next to me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, okay, yeah, it makes sense. This other team just wanted to do it different. No big deal. And, uh, you know, so, so I go sit in there with him and, uh, <clears throat> You know, a few few hours in the mission, the uh, the Humvee that I was supposed to be sitting in, and I had been sitting in for months on end, uh, hit an ID, and uh, unfortunately the uh, the soldier in that seat was was killed. So, wow. you know, there's there's a countless uh, amounts of stories I can tell you about that where something, and when I say something, is definitely God that was protecting me, and uh, my my buddy Mike also has had very similar calls. Um, one. Again, in 2012, that was a uh, pretty eventful deployment. Uh, we had a uh, <clears throat> an enemy breach the uh, perimeter security. Uh, we 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 were uh, training the uh, Afghan special forces teams, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they were they were in charge of outer core on security. Um, so I don't know what happened. They fell asleep or something, and uh, and you know some 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 of the enemy had uh, had snuck in there into pretty close proximity to myself and. Uh, my ground force commander and uh, he and I were sitting there discussing the next phase of the mission. And I see a black shadow out of the corner of my eye. And right as I go to look, we just get sprayed with, uh, with AK 47 machine gun fire. And it was, I was, it was 10, 10 yards away, but we were up on a two story roof. And uh, the, uh, the commander took a, took a bullet across his neck and, uh, and then I had one plank off my helmet before I was like, well, that two story roof fall doesn't look too bad right about now. <laughs> wow. So, uh, 
hospital, I rolled off the roof and, uh, you know, landed on my stomach and tore my shoulder in seven spots and uh, hairline fractured my wrists. And, and, uh, and then he's, you know, screaming up there that he was hit. So I had to run up there and, uh, it was, it, it turned out to be a grazing wound. Thank, thank, thankfully enough. But, uh, it was, uh, it was definitely one of those moments where you're like, if there's not a higher power, yeah. I don't know what's going on here. Right. You know? Wow. I, so, I mean, amazing stories. And I, I suppose it's, uh, you know, nice now when you get out and you're, you're taking veterans hunting, you know, sitting, uh, being out in your blind or being out in, in the woods or in the mountains and not having to worry about somebody <laughs> firing at you. Oh man, that couldn't be further from the chair. Like that's, that's exactly it. Um, so funny thing is, you know, hunting has really um, filled a void. Uh, so it is as scary or crazy as these stories sound, uh, we get addicted to that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you go from zero to 60 on a combat mission in, in Afghanistan and then you come back to America, which, which is awesome, but you, you go from this you know, high paced, fast paced missions, running, gunning, and you come back and you're just back in America and nobody's trying to kill you. You know, you don't have to plan to go to the grocery store. Right. You know, you can drive your car freely, you know. And so, and, and that, what I'm trying to say is that is exactly what hunting is. I mean, you go from zero to 60 in hunting in the snap of a finger. You know, you're, you're sitting there in your, in your blind or stand, nothing's coming your way and all of a sudden you see that deer your heart starts racing and you shoot that animal you harvest it and i mean that goes zero to 60 it really fills that adrenaline void that uh you know when you do this for years and years and years it it turns into a void it really does and so you know the the veteran hunter was really started to help those veterans as they're coming back uh, those who just might be struggling a little bit uh let me ask you i know we're getting short on time here people go to the the facebook page uh the veteran hunter just search it there for more information the website because you're still very new uh you know Mm -hmm. is under construction how do how do people get involved um so so there's actually a few ways um so first and foremost, like I was saying, uh, you know, I, I would like eventually to be nationwide. That's that's definitely going to need the help of other Americans. And uh, so first thing is if you're a landowner and you have uh, however much land you have, doesn't matter, but if you have enough to support some sort of recreational activity, whether it be camping, hiking, hunting, or fishing, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm asking for landowners to, to hit, hit us up and, you know, donate just some time, just some time for some veterans to go to a quiet private place and to hunt and decompress. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. If you're a landowner and you'd like to give back. Um, second thing is if you are uh, some sort of professional guide uh, and you run some sort of guide business, uh, you know, there's options like donating a hunt to a veteran uh, or even a discounted hunt. Uh, and, you know, the nonprofit can pick up the rest. However, it, it, it comes out. Um, also, uh, I'm going to use the word contributor for lack of a better term. But if you're uh, just somebody that is an avid hunter that loves to go out and wouldn't you mind adding a veteran to your hunting camp, I mean, absolutely hit us up and we'll try to find you a veteran uh, wherever you're located and they can just tag along and, uh, and have a great time. Right. Um, another thing is, of course, to just donate. Uh, we have the donate button on Facebook. Um, and again, depending on the hunt, it can get pricey. So uh, once we get a cash flow, we can, we can start really uh, – serving more and more veterans right um and then of course we're also uh we're also looking for sponsors just some sort of long-term uh partnership with uh you know it could be anybody but you know specifically 
you know, something to do with hunting, fishing, the outdoor, something like that, um, mutually beneficial. And lastly, most importantly, if you're a veteran, I mean, find us on Facebook, talk to me. Uh, if you're having struggles doing any sort of outdoor activity, wherever you are, I'm going to do my best to, uh, to try to help you out. That's fantastic, Brian. It just I really appreciate your service. Thanks for sharing the stories. Thanks for doing this for our men and women, uh, you know, your, your comrades in arms who have an opportunity or don't have an opportunity to get out and really decompress and enjoy the great outdoors and, uh, you know, really kind of have that, that peaceful time together with, uh, with uh, fellow veterans and, uh, or just fellow hunters. So really appreciate it. Love to have you back again sometime and uh, get the ball rolling and remind people that they can help uh, get more information, whether it's sponsoring a hunt, uh, if you're a veteran, if you uh, have a land, you want to help these, uh, help, help these guys or bring somebody along on a hunt, uh, just go to uh, Facebook, search out The Veteran Hunter, and uh, you'll get all the information there. So, Brian, thanks again for your service. God bless you, and uh, say hi to your dad for me. Hey, Lee, thank you very much. Take care. All right, God bless. Again, if you want more information, you can go to The Veteran Hunter. You'll find that on Facebook. Uh, a great organization just getting off the ground, and this is the type of thing to help our, our uh, men and women who have served our country, and I know that's something that Paul held near and dear to. So stay tuned. Coming up here on the way with Ridgeway, your chance to share more stories about how Paul impacted your life next. So Hi, everybody. Randy from RB's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even an important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884, or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boots, RB's computer service. Do you have a family member who's getting older and can no longer be safely left alone? With Visiting Angels America's Choice in Senior Home Care, your parents and older family members can continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Experienced, compassionate caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meal preparation, and light housework up to 24 hours per day at affordable rates. To restore your family's peace of mind, call Visiting Angels toll-free today at 877-374-LIVE or at visitingangels.com. Can you afford to lose 60% or more of your IRA or 401k? Are you prepared to work every day for the rest of your life just to make ends meet? If not, it's time you protected your IRA or 401k from the next market crash and a looming dollar collapse. In 2008, millions of Americans watched helplessly while 60% or more of their IRAs and 401ks vanished in the blink of an eye. And now many government insiders and top investors have been warning that another market collapse possibly greater than 2008 
is coming soon. Now's the time to protect your hard-earned savings and safeguard your financial future. Call Gold Co. Precious Metals, the nation's number one gold IRA provider, and learn how to protect your IRA or 401k using precious metals like gold and silver. For a limited time, Gold Co. is offering a free no-obligation guide to starting a gold and silver IRA. Go to goldcoradio.com. That's G-O-L-D-C-O radio.com. Goldcoradio.com. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. My husband and I wanted to buy a new car, and we don't have very good rating credit. So the bank recommended Trinity, so we called them. And the people were very nice. They told us the best solution for our problems. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496 to talk to a certified counselor. Trinity consolidated our bills, got us a lower interest rate, and a much better monthly payment. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. We feel much better now. Things are going pretty well. And since we've been with Trinity, our credit rating has really improved. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. My name is Ann, and we're debt-free for keeps. 1-800-936-5496. Hey folks, Dennis Prager here for Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. I've been telling you for years that they have a beautiful family-run store with the largest selection of loose diamonds in the state. Now, Continental Diamond is the home for Breitling Watches, the only independent jewelry store in the Twin Cities to offer these amazing Swiss timepieces. Favorites of pilots all over the world, check out the amazing selection of Breitling chronographs at Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and find them online at ContinentalDiamond.com. We are glad to have you with us here on AM 980, The Mission. We are the Twin Cities Christian Voice. It's 537 here in the Kingdom Builders Roofing Studio. Let's take a look at your forecast. It's cooled off just a little bit out there, 64 degrees, and it looks like it could rain at any moment around the studios here. We will see some showers and storms tonight, and we could see some damaging winds as well. The rain continues into Thursday morning, and then it'll clear up a little bit. We'll be cloudy in 55 later on on Thursday. Partly sun in 58 for Friday, but there is a chance of showers in the morning. Uh, more rain for the weekend and mild temps in the upper 50s. We are celebrating the legacy of Paul Ridgeway. We have set up our Paul Ridgeway memory prayer and care line, our memory prayer line. You can call 651-289-4444. Leave a memory, a thought, or a prayer about how Paul impacted your life. The messages will then be given to Paul's family. We thank everyone for sharing their thoughts and prayers for Paul Ridgeway. Again, that number is 651 289 4444. We're taking calls right now. The studio line is 651-289-4499. Now back to Lee Michaels live in the Kingdom Builders Roofing Studio. Hey, thank you, John, and uh, thank you for all the outpouring of uh, support and and uh, just the, the memories and things that people have been sharing uh, th- this week. And again, if you want information on the service and details that are posted at am980themission.com, it'll link you to um, the Caring Bridge page, which has that information. Also, there's a nice article in the Star Tribune that I know it's in the online version. Uh, that's where I've seen it. I don't know if it was in the print. It might be in tomorrow's uh, printed paper, but I'm not 100% sure about that. But I know it is on the online version. If you just go to the Star Tribune website, type in Paul Ridgeway, it'll take you right to that that information uh, on uh, on his service. And there's a, a nice little article written in there. And I, I can't tell you enough, too, how much the family appreciates everything 
Um, they, they really know that Paul touched so many people and, uh, and all your comments, uh, little notes and, and things like that of how, you know, you enjoyed Paul's show, how he impacted you, um, are, are really, are really touching and really mean a lot, uh, to the family. 651-289-4499 is the number 651-289-4499. Let's go to Heather in Maplewood. Heather, you're on the way. Um, yeah, I, uh, actually am. One of Paul Ridgway's nephews, fiancés, um, and I got to meet Paul probably about maybe about five years ago, or so. I met him only a couple times, but the energy that man had—I tell you, everyone's talking about it, and it's true. He was such a very energetic man, and it was just so inspiring listening to him um, just, you know, speak about anything he ever spoke. He was just captivating, yeah. and he actually. Um, my cousin's son actually had leukemia about five years ago, and we had a benefit for him. He was only about five years old at the time. And uh, Paul so graciously announced his benefit on the radio show for us, and we had a lot of outcrying support for that. Um, and now Trenton's actually cancer-free five years later, so that's fabulous. You know, yeah. he's going to be 10 years old now, and um, we're so grateful that Paul could do that for us, you know, and thanks to him for announcing it. Yeah, and, um, that, and that's exactly who Paul was. Uh, it was going to yeah. help anybody and everybody. Yep. And we actually, it's funny because Paul didn't know that I work for Brugger's Bagels. And he announced on the radio one time, he was talking about how he got Brugger's Bagels for the guys that were shoveling his sidewalk. Oh, yeah. I just loved him. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I, I called him up and I said, hey, I want to tell you thanks for the plug on your radio show. He's like, what are you talking about? So I told him and he's like, oh, yeah, me and Rosie love those Brugger's Bagels. Yep. So I was actually going to bring some out to him a few weeks back. We just never got the chance to hook up. It just didn't work out. So, yeah, um, yeah if Roslyn still wants some bagels, I can still get it through <laughs> bagels. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing, Heather, and sharing the, the, the thoughts. I mean, it's just, again, a testament to who Paul was. And it's really kind of funny. Paul, you know, a lot of people, there's the food stories that come along with that. And um, that Paul just being social the way he was and having a meal or having coffee or doing something like that was so... Uh, so neat. I remember when we were had uh, the event. Was it our clean comedy night last year? It was up at Brooklyn Park uh, E Free Church, and we're saying, "Oh, it's up at Brooklyn Park Evangelical Church." And Paul's like, "Well, that's the one right behind uh, Poppin' Fresh or right behind Apple, whatever that <laughs> restaurant is on the corner, right behind." He's like, "Every every place he knew, he knew." Uh, a restaurant because he would oh, meet so many people. It was Baker Square. Baker Square, that's what it was. <laughs> oh, that's a, yeah, it's right by Baker Square. It was a whole segment plugging Baker Square that was supposed to be with the clean comedy night. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, we, but he knew because he would meet people at every, you know, restaurant. Oh, we'll meet you at the Supermoon. And I mean, Paul really had a <laughs> White Castle was one of his things. I remember telling him, I said, oh, we've got a. Um, the uh, the townhouse we own over in uh, Brooklyn Park. He's like, oh, oh, oh that's there's a there's that White Castle right there. He I'm called like, it White Castile. Yeah, <laughs> to to dress it up, you know, <laughs> class it up. Yeah, a bit. exactly. Six five one two eight nine four four nine nine is the number. You know, we've got uh, some more time in the program today for you to share uh, your your memories of Paul, your funny stories, uh, things like that. I know tomorrow we have uh, filling in Rabbi Glenn will be back. He hosted last week. Um, and this week it'll be kind of a moving show. So this week you'll still have some opportunities to share, but uh, today really, you know, kind of opening it up to you, 651-289-4499. There's, there's funny stories. There's just uh, the outpouring of love and support, his compassion for others. Uh, it, was, it was so real. There was nothing that was ever forced uh, about Paul. 
to piggyback on what Heather said about his energy level, one of the first shows I did uh, uh, with Paul where I was solo, I, I used to work with his old producer, Chris Huberty, and when I first went solo, I believe it was uh, it was during the fair, 2015, and I'm in studio. I'm a little bit nervous about uh, handling the board entirely myself, taking all the phone calls. We're at the fair, which means everybody else is at the fair, and I'm in studio. So the communications, as you know, Lee, is a little bit more complicated. Yep. And Paul takes to the airwaves. He doesn't tell a soul. He doesn't tell you. He doesn't tell me. And he just starts giving stuff away and calling for this and calling for that. And he's talking to the crowd as he's doing this. And the, the phone lines lit up, and he, he's running around talking to everyone in the crowd. I can't, I can't really tell what he wants us to do with the phone calls. So the, fo- the phone lines light up. I've got all seven or eight lines just completely full. The people on the phone lines are asking, am I doing trivia? What am I doing? I don't actually have any answers for them because I still haven't gotten any kind of description from Paul as to what we're doing with the callers. And at one point, I, I remember sending you a message just going, okay, no more calls. I can't handle this. I don't know what we're doing. Are we taking calls? Are we doing trivia? His energy level at the fair was astonishing. How the guy didn't just collapse after his his fair shows is beyond me. He And and like I said, that was like the middle of his day. That night, he'd well, probably go he, out and he evangelize. People he was bringing to the fair and would walk around the fair and go, I mean, he knew he, Paul knew so many people and touched so many lives. He was then down at Crossroads Chapel, and then he was over, you know, meeting people at the Dairy Building. And he was, uh, you know, he, he'd he'd walk the entire fair before and after his show, um, but n- always had a pocket full of tracks and uh, always sharing. I mean, even his stay in the hospital, I believe he gave out like like one hundred books in a couple of days. I believe I heard that from Nick Anderson. Yeah, yep. and that's Paul. That is that is always Paul. He's always ready to share the word. Yeah, and it was just it just an amazing testament. And I just you know you think about you know what 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 have I done? Um, and you know we all have different gifts and talents. And you know Paul's energy and you know his his mind was moving faster than his than his mouth sometimes. And uh, he, he would stumble across which, which things. Which was hard to that. do. <laughs> but he it, it just, but that's who Paul was. Absolutely. You know, wh- whatever the case may be, he could just, you know, and you just go, oh, well, that's Paul. And away you go. But uh, I'd love to have your thoughts. Uh, you can share them here in the last segment, 651-289-4499, 651-289-4499. It's on the way with Ridgeway. We'll be right back. I just got to tell you, anyway. Here's Dave Ramsey with today's Ramsey Reality Check. Sometimes life just happens. That's why you need Grandma's good old-fashioned rainy day fund, or what we call the emergency fund. Start today by putting $1,000 aside, and if you don't have the cash, sell some stuff. Or if you're debt-free except the house, your emergency fund, when fully funded, should be three to six months of expenses to protect yourself against life's big surprises. For more common sense advice on life and money, go to DaveRamsey.com. The Daily Money Makeover with Dave Ramsey is brought to you by the new Business 1440. You can hear the Dave Ramsey Show every weekday afternoon at 5 on our sister station, Business 1440. Every day, Dave provides biblically-based, common-sense education and empowerment that gives hope to everyone in every walk of life. You can learn the steps to set a budget, pay off debt, and take the next step in your money makeover. It's the Dave Ramsey Show, weekday afternoons at 5 on our sister station, the new Business 1440. 
Do you remember the story of Jesus and Zacchaeus? Zacchaeus, come down here. I'm having dinner at your house. Jesus' baptism in the Jordan River. This is my son, in whom am I well pleased. Or Peter's words to Jesus in the midst of the storm on Galilee. Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you. The stories of our faith. Let them come alive like never before as you experience Israel. A 10-day odyssey, November 1st through 10th, during Jerusalem's 50th anniversary with Pastor Sean Thornton of Westlake Village Calvary Chapel. While visiting the Sea of Galilee, the Mount of Olives, Old Jerusalem, and more, you'll enjoy luxury accommodations. Most of all, the stories of our faith will come alive like never before. Experience Israel, November 1st through 10th. For full costs and trip details and to register, visit am980themission.com, keyword Israel. We're here with Maureen Gray, our resident expert on gardening. Uh, Tony, I think you have me confused with someone else. I'm a financial advisor. Ah, uh, summer we pull the weeds, till the soil, plant the seeds. Um, are we talking about financial planning? Maureen, you're like my financial gardener. You help me plant the seeds I need for my future. Um, okay, it's a stretch, but run with it. A financial plan is like perennials that come back every year to enjoy. Sounds right to me. As an advisor with Waddell and Reed, I've been helping listeners prepare their financial gardens for years. See? I knew I could get you to buy into the garden thing. Now, where does weeding fit into all this? Oh, call me for your no-cost, no-obligation initial consultation so I can help you plant seeds for your future. And maybe we'll even do some overdue weeding. Good. 952-884-1503. That's 952-884-1503. Marine, is it true that every rose has its thorns? Oh, boy. Waddell and Reed Incorporated, member SIPC. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. We just wanted to let you know, this year we have a dedicated gutter crew. There are a couple of great guys, but I'm a little biased. Before they were part of our team, they were cleaning my gutters at home. Hi, I'm Jacob, and I'm Lee's son. Hi, I'm Matthew, and I'm Lee's son-in-law. As you can see, we're keeping it all in the family. I know they'll do a good job for you. Here at Kingdom Builders, we're here to keep you off your ladder and off your roof. So even if you already have gutters, we'd love to come by and install gutter covers for you. We have all sorts of colors and styles to match your current roof. We'd love the opportunity to give you a free estimate on gutters or gutter covers to keep your gutters clean. Hi, this is Eric with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. Call our dedicated gutter team today at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net And remember, we're not salesmen, we're just great gutter installers. Good afternoon from the AM980 The Mission Traffic Center. I'm Tom Beck. 35E southbound is stop and go between 94 and Grand Avenue. In Minneapolis, 35W northbound backed up between 50th Street and 3rd Street. Also from Highway 280 to Highway 10, 35W southbound's jammed up. Industrial Boulevard to 35th Street, also 76th Street to 94th. Golden Valley, a disabled vehicle on 394 westbound at Plymouth Road. Right lanes blocked. Traffic is stop and go from General Mills Boulevard. Jam cam showing us that. One. 494 eastbound is jammed up from 169 to Nicolet Avenue. Maple Grove backed up on 94 694 eastbound Hemlock Lane to DuPont Avenue. Now back to On the Way with Ridgeway on AM 980, The Mission. AM 980, The Mission. We are the Twin Cities Christian Voice. 
On the Way with Ridgeway. I'm Lee Michaels as we continue to honor Paul. It's been so great to have so many people share their stories, family and friends, listeners, longtime listeners. I was, uh, you know, I met Paul shortly, shortly after I got here, which is what, 10, 11, 10 and a half years ago, 11 years ago, something like that, uh, 2006. And um, I think somebody, John, had called in and wanted to know how Paul got into radio, right? <laughs> That is correct. They wanted to hear the story because of his lack well, of a broadcasting background. It's, uh, and I guess that's uh, easy for me to tell because um, at the time when I was doing the afternoon show uh, uh, with my partner Jeff, our co-host Jeff, we, uh, you know, we were just always looking for guests. And we would have, I'm trying to remember how we came across Paul. I mean, he just, he knew everybody. I think I probably met him at the, at the a prayer breakfast or something along those lines. and said, oh, we should have you on the show put him on the show and he was just so full of energy and so uh you know just vivaciously sharing the gospel. And so we probably had him as a guest a time or two and we needed a, a fill-in host and said, "Hey, you know, would you want to do the show?" And back then he uh Joe Sensor uh used to do a lot of things with Paul and uh, did stuff together. So th- those two guys kind of co-hosted the show and then they would come on at the state fair with us. And then it got to the point when uh, we'd take vacation, we'd call Paul to fill in. So way back in probably 2006, 2007, 2008, you know, Paul would probably guest host for us um, for a, a show or two. If we, we were off for a, a day or for a week or something like that, he would he would take a show. We'd just, like when Paul would go on vacation, we'd find some great guest hosts, and Paul would be one of those guest hosts. So when uh, the show opened up in, uh, what was that, 2000. 12? Yeah, because he'd been there four and a half years. And um, we were just lining up guest hosts for the slot. And I'm always thinking of, you know, who, who would be a good show host that knew, gosh, Paul, Paul would probably be fitting great. So we had a great lineup of uh, people filling in uh, at that time. Pastor Tom Brock from the Pastor Study. And I think uh, Joyce and Bill Harley did a did a shift. And Jill Martin Ritchie. And I think uh, probably Chris Heed might have done a show from Good News for Israel. And Paul was doing, I think, Friday's. And it became pretty quick while we were doing the search for the um, for the next host. As I was listening to it, and I thought, you know, I kind of always had it in the back of my mind and approached Paul. Said, "Is this something you'd be interested in?" And you know, that kind of started the negotiation. And so, for about that month or a little over a month, we had a lot of different people doing uh, doing shows. But Paul was doing uh, at that point. He started doing. He was originally doing just Fridays. In the last couple of weeks, he was doing Thursday and Friday because the person who was doing Thursday nights, uh, doing the Thursday show on Thursdays, had to. Uh, had other engagements or something, and we then changed the show from a three-hour show to a two-hour show, so that worked with Paul's schedule better, and the, the the rest is history. So shortly after he was doing that, you know, while we were interviewing people for that position, um, probably two or three weeks into it, I realized, you know, Paul's doing a great job, and that kind of where that came out is how Paul ended up as the afternoon host here on AM 980 The Mission. It goes back to he being a guest on the show when I was hosting the afternoon show back in probably – 2006, where first saw what, you know, just the enthusiasm Paul had for the Lord. And that's first and foremost what it really came down to is uh, somebody with the, his Christian worldview who could talk politics, who could talk faith, who was going to have a lot of fun, was very creative. You know, some of the bits, we have a lot of his theater pieces that he produced over the years, um, which were, you know, really fun. Uh, the, the little things, Paul was always willing to try something. Some, some worked great. Some didn't work out the way he planned. Uh, some evolved, uh, for lack of a better term. But he was one that was just always kind of stretching it. I want to try this. You know, we were at one point encouraged him to to have 
um, fewer guests and really, you know, get the audience to let, let them know who Paul was. And But he was really in his comfort zone when talking to people, dialoguing with people. Um, and that's and that's what he loved to do. He loved people. And, you know, it didn't matter where you were in your walk with the Lord. He was, you, you were going to be encouraged. You know, you would probably find yourself, you know, rededicating yourself because of his enthusiasm for sharing Jesus Christ. I, I know uh, people, uh, friends who Paul went to witness, uh, witness to and, and led. I mean, the, the amount of times you talk about leading people to Christ. And I think most of us, you know, we might be planting seeds or, or watering, but how many of us have actually really sat down and prayed with somebody and led them to Christ? And I think I don't know anybody who has probably personally prayed those prayers and led people to Christ than Paul Ridgway. And it was it was just amazing. He was so giving, so outgoing. And um it was just it was a privilege to work with him. It was a privilege to call him a friend. It was a privilege to uh have meals with him, you know. Uh my wife and daughter, you know, he he treated everybody. He just was he loved being around people. Absolutely. The only way you could get Paul mad was to not eat his food. <laughs> That was the only way. A uh, quick story, I took about two, three months ago I came in, and I came into the, the, I'd gone to lunch, came into the station. Paul had arrived while I was gone. I had a sandwich in my hand from one of the local eateries around here, and I went walking by, and I stopped. I said, hey, Ridge. He goes, hey, John. He goes, and then he sees my sandwich, and his eyes get kind of serious. He goes, what, 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 you get a sandwich? I said, yeah, I ran out and got a sandwich real quick for lunch. He goes, well, well, why didn't you call me? And I'm thinking he wanted me to get him a sandwich, so I should have called him. I said, well, gee, I didn't know when you'd be in, Paul. It, I, I guess it just didn't occur to me. And he goes, well, I'll bring you a sandwich. You can just call me. I hadn't considered that. I had, you know, I'm going through the various uh, restaurants around. I hadn't considered calling Paul up in Plymouth and, and putting an order in for a sandwich. But <laughs> it truly, cheese, yeah, yeah, it truly disappointed him that I did not think of him. And that was yep. Paul Ridgway. Yep. God bless him. Absolutely. So I just I thank all of you for joining us on the program today, for sharing your thoughts tomorrow. Uh, Rabbi Glenn will be in, Pastor Joe Sutton from Isaiah 61. So you'll have a few more opportunities. We've got the uh, uh, Paul Ridgway memory and prayer line, 651-289-4444. 651-289-4444 is the number. You can leave a message there 24-7. We will get it to the family. Service information is up at am980themission.com. I want to thank Trevor for coming today. Thank all of you for coming on and uh, sharing your, your, your stories about Paul Ridgway. And going out here in the bed, um, we're going to play a, a, a close of a show that Paul used all uh, the time, uh, just as an encouragement, but it's so comforting to hear Paul, Paul's voice. So thank you for joining us here on the way with Ridgeway here on AM 980, The Mission. Whatever you do, you can do every day for the rest of your life. That thing is what you were born for. Do it, and you will find absolute fulfillment in your life. That is true. That's why I love being on the radio. And I love saying to you all every night, God bless you mightily. This is Vince Raspberry, one of the hosts of Letting the Bible Speak. Repentance is something that is talked and written about often. It's an important topic in the Bible. But do we take repentance seriously in our lives? And what is repentance? Why is it so important? Please join us on Letting the Bible Speak as we look at what the Bible says about this topic. Listen to Letting the Bible Speak every Saturday morning at 10 on AM 980 The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice.
If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call Call 800-725-1616 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-725-1616. That's 800-725-1616. Employees of J.D. Milberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. This is David Wheaton. Listen to The Christian Worldview every Saturday morning at 8 